Hi everyone, it's me Priyanka, the international pop recording artist here at your service. Today's show is super iconic. It's just little old me here taking your voicemails, calling some of you back, talking about JK Rowling and how my niece thinks I'm an icon. Plus, I tell you some tea about me and Violet Chachki and a boy we have in common. We have that plus so much more here on Famous This Week. and it's time for Famous This Week. Spring has sprung and I'm sprung. I don't even know what that means, but I like it. Uh, this is the pod where I talk about fame, what makes you famous, and as I call you, I have you rap things to me because I'm trying to make a star too. I love giving back to the community. <laughs> I feel like that's exciting because being an entertainer is a very selfish thing to do, but it's nice to nurture people and like help people grow into the performance that they can be. Also, last night I was sitting on my couch and um, Todrick Hall FaceTimed me and I haven't heard from him in a while. Um, and he was like, yo, what up? And I was like, yo, what up? And he's like, yo, are you coming to my Toronto show? And I was like, okay, is this an invite? And he's like, yeah, like come through, come through. And I was like, okay. And then I met his assistant um, who is a big fan of Famous This Week. And that that's like, I love that Famous This Week is like a deep cut Priyanka. So it's like whenever I meet like a fan, I'm like, oh my God, like you're a fan of mine? They're, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I listen to Famous This Week. Like I am, I am a fan. And I'm like, oh, like this means that like you are like a real fan. Like if you're, uh, if you're listening to Famous This Week, it means that you are a real fan. You don't just know me from Canada's Drag Race. You know me from Famous This Week. I keep burping. I don't know why. They taste like hot dogs. I didn't have hot dogs today. Anyways. Now, this week is quite crazy. We are, like, heading into touring season. I'm about to go on a cross-Canada tour called War on the Catwalk with a bunch of drag race favorites. And I cannot wait for the tour stories I'm going to have. We have Kylie Sonique Love, Olivia Lux, Candy Muse, Jimbo, Isis Couture, Crystal Method, Heidi in Closet. Um... Did I miss anybody? Me. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm actually going to be like singing live. Um, I haven't sung live since I did the Country Music Awards. And I think I did like it, some singing a couple times like after that. But it's just, I don't know. Like I was just almost like too anxious. Like I never realized that like I need to sing. Like, yes, I sing on my album. And yes, I like to sing out loud. But also it's different when you're like, hey, I'm going to go to like a live gig and like sing. Because typically drag shows are like lip, lip, lip syncs. Ah. So I'm like, oh, like, why would I? Why? How do I live without you? I'll never know. Anyway, so um, I was named my niece's Melody, who is an icon in herself. I've talked about her many times on the show before. I was named her role model on International Women's Day. She Let me read her. Let me read, let me read what she says. So it says, My role model is Priyanka Suknenin. Priyanka's real name is Mark Suknenin. He or she is the first ever drag queen to enter 
to ever walk into the workroom on Canada's Drag Race. Priyanka is 30 years old. Priyanka's real name is Mark Sugnanen. He was on Nickelodeon, which is not true. It was on YTV, but anyways, fake fan. Just joking. (laughs) Mark had songs. They were called Cake, Come Through, Slay My Name. Priyanka come to my house and did my makeup. And he made me a video of me when I was a baby. Isn't that so cute? I always say, like, whenever I talk about my niece, Melody, I'm like, yo, I'm obsessed that I have a niece out there and a nephew and another niece that I can go to school, you know, with a bunch of random ass people, homophobic people, and be like, yeah, like, my uncle won Canada's Drag Race. And that's, like, my my uncle. Like, that's normal. Like, I have a cool uncle, you know what I'm saying? Or the kids might not, they might be like, who the fuck cares? But anyways, it's fine. So... I'm trying to think of what else happened in the in this week. Honestly, it's been a doozy of people dealing with people. And you know what's actually really funny about like dealing with people is that it gets harder and harder the older you get. The older you get like me, kids. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna come back to talk about more fun things and more famous things. Plus, don't forget, I'm gonna be calling some of you motherfuckers later in the show. So if you want to call now, I'm just going down and get the number. It's 661-977-6855. You think I'd remember it by now, but I don't call myself. You have to call me. That's 661-977-6855. You could even like pause right now, call and continue the podcast. Leave a message. I might call you back. I'm just saying. We'll be back with more Famous This Week. back and before we get into this fun topic i want to take this moment to chat about jk rowling Uh, uh, because she keeps digging herself more into a hole jk rowling has made comments about our trans community last year and she's back 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 at it again so the question is i don't want to talk about this bitch because it truly is a waste of my time I saw Hermione accepting an award or, or presenting an award, and she says, I'm here for all the witches. Yeah, Hermione, okay, so what does that mean? How about you elaborate on these stages you're on? Fucking stupid-ass Emma Watson. No, I'm just joking. I'm, I love her, but I don't know. It's a little bit weird. Like, Daniel Radcliffe, uh, Ron Weasley. Wait, that's not his real name? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, Rupert what's Gr- Ron? Rupert <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe, Rupert Grint, (laughs) and Emma Watson. Like, I don't know. I think that all three of them really, really have to, like, I don't know. I I guess, like, maybe it's in their contract that they're not allowed to bad talk J.K. Rowling or something. But I just feel like the Harry Potter legacy is fucked. And hey, I loved, loved Edie, Harry Potter. And I know that everyone's saying like, well, like it's our childhood story. Like let's reclaim it. And I'm like, no, that story came from J.K. Rowling's brain who doesn't believe that trans people are real people. So I'm not claiming no motherfucking story about witches, witches and wizards when we got Hocus Pocus 2 casting people like Ginger Minge. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, like, 
I know a good witch when I see one, and it's not J.K. Rowling. She's a cunt. So, all what I'm saying here is that I don't, I I don't understand it. I just think that it's it's frustrating to me because she's so vocal about trans issues, and there's no reason for her to be so transphobic, but she still likes to feed the fire and. Maybe her PR person was like, every time you talk about, you know, trans people, your book sales go up and you want to be rich, so keep talking about them. Like, who knows? Because don't forget that, like, yes, we live in a very inclusive world and my audience is like, we all believe in each other and want people to be included. But, like, there is a world out there that people cater to homophobic and transphobic people and by them thinking that, like, gay is wrong or trans is wrong, like, that's a selling feature for some people in the world. And that's fucked up. I know. I know, I know, I know. But listen. All what you can do is support. All that you can do is stick up for our community. And all what you can do is just be my motherfucking gay, just be trans, just be lesbian, just be whatever you want, non-binary. I don't give a shit, nor should anybody else. Thank you. Good night. Just kidding. It's not good night. We're still on the podcast. Okay. So um, I posted something on my Instagram story this week. And somebody, well, his name is Sam, got my lips tattooed on his ass. So I kissed a napkin, scanned it in, sent it to the tattoo artist. The tattoo artist blew it up and put it on his ass. He, like, begged me for it. He was like, Pri, like, you need to send this. And I was like, are you sure that you want my lips? Priyanka. Z. Priyanka's. Priyanka's. Rupert Grint. Priyanka's. Lips. On your ass. Because I'm thinking that that's a little bit of a fucked up thing to do, but I'm also like, if Beyonce kissed me, I would, no, I wouldn't even get that tattooed. What the hell? Also, for those of you who have Harry Potter tattoos, I'm very sorry. Anyways, let's, I digress, I digress, I digress, I digress, I digress, I digress. Um, okay. Let me dive into some other crazy kind of, like, fan stories. Like, I honestly don't mind, like, if people lo- lo- love me that much. Like, I've written on people's wrists and they've gotten a tattooed. I've written a question mark on someone's skin they've got tattooed. Like, I'm all here for it. If you love somebody and it's going to be... And, like, I think a lot of people forget that, like, going to concerts and seeing, like, drag queens and, and pop stars and dra- or drag queen pop stars like myself <laughs> are, like... Like, you remember that for the for the rest of your life, like that moment of finding your community while obsessing over the same person. So I understand why fans want to get tattooed. Now, as you all know, BTS, a very popular K-pop band, uh, their fans are obsessed with them and have done really disgusting things to them. A girl wearing no pants stalked them at an airport while they landed after a long, tired flight. Furthermore, a girl licked the toilet seat after Jimin used the bathroom on a flight. Like, what? Like, global pandemic aside? Would you ever lick the seat of a toilet seat of any famous person? I would never lick a toilet seat. I would never of any famous person. Like, I... I, I love famous people, but I love them for their, like, artistry and their brains and how smart they are and their hustle. Like, I don't care about, like, licking the skin on their body or smelling them. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe I had an era where I would have done that, but I don't think I'm in that era right now. 
And like, also we're drag queens too. Like we're smelly. Like who wants to really, I mean, I'm not smelly. I'm a perfect little angel. (laughs) But anyways, let's move on to Aubrey Plaza. She says, one time I was in a bar and some guy came up to me and he said, I know this sounds weird, but will you punch my friend in the face? He's over there. Aubrey said, I'm sorry, what was that? And the guy says, I'll pay you 20 bucks if you just go and punch my friend in the face. He just really wants you to punch him in the face. Now, it sounds like Aubrey Plaza wasn't actually recognized. It just sounds like somebody wanted to pay her to punch them in the face. Doesn't matter. I've been offered to punch people in the face before for much more than $20. Aubrey Plaza, nice try. No, I'm joking. Um... I, it's not that the guy wanted to get punched in the face by her. I understand wanting to get, like, hit by somebody. Like, sometimes I want to hit Shawn Mendes in the face, but... Oh, I guess it's about being hit. Anyways, you, it doesn't matter. I, I digress. Um, I think that what the actual offensive part of this whole story is, is that... $20? $20. I'm sorry. I'm... My punch is worth more than that, okay? I would at least expect a booking fee. At least a booking fee, hon. And this is Aubrey Plaza. She's super famous, super pretty, super talented. But that's why the story kind of makes me feel like she wasn't actually being recognized, which has happened before. Actually, oh my God, I was at Sephora the other day and this little boy came up to me and he was like, oh my God. And I was like, oh my God, he's recognizing me as Priyanka. And he was like, you used to be on YTV. And I was like, okay, there are people in this world that have stopped watching me and didn't continue on the journey of Canada's Drag Race. They just thought I left Kids TV and that they didn't check up on me after. No one could Google? Like you couldn't Google your girl? Anyways, I'm stressed. We'll be back with more Famous This Week. with me Priyanka and now it's time for Call Me Now a segment where you call me and leave me voicemails at 661-977-6855 and I'll call you back so last week ahem, I'm very excited about this one I had a voicemail from Miss Olivine and she was rapping so I sent her the instrumental of Come Through and she put her rap on it so let's take a listen is it done? Miss Olivine Igneous Queen I'm about to get in the drag scene only 23, but that don't mean that I'm young. Only 5'4", but that don't mean I ain't hung. You can't tell, cause I'm looking pretty like Civil engineer by day, drinking my night. That's why I know a little something about rocks. And also know a little something about cocks. Stop, drop, and roll, cause it's fire. Unlike Shakira, my hips is a liar. Pushing and pulling like a plate tectonic. Getting in rings like my name is Sonic. I'm so exclusive, I'm an illusion. Type of hoe that make you think how you do this. I'm underground, I'm exclusive. For myself, that's just amusing. Supercontinent, I ain't a theory, even intoxicated. I think clearly you'd be super incompetent. Don't get near me, don't fuck with that dumb shit. I'm too pretty, enough playing around, enough being clever. Trying to talk about my life is about a single mother. Now I'm a scholar, in it for the dollar. That's why I work my ass off like there's no tomorrow. Don't believe in destiny, but I know it's up to me to save my family and create my legacy. <laughs> Miss Olivine, come through. I fucking did! <laughs> what? 
everything that we've done on the show so far. That is so fun. Oh my God. That made me so happy. Miss Olivine, you said, I'm going to give you 16 more bars than Lemon did. I'll show her. That was fucking iconic. I have no notes. That was amazing. If anybody else wants to write a verse to come through, you know where to send it to. 661-977-6855. Miss Olivine, you're a fucking icon. Okay, now let's get to some of these uh, these icons. Yes, you, you are, y'all, y'all are icons. So let's get to some more voicemails. Hey, um, so I'm just like listening to the podcast and uh, it got me thinking just like how much of a winner that you truly are, considering you are the first um, queen from Canada to win the title. Um, but I was wondering, how do you feel um, as a winner compared to all of the other queens like in the U.S. or in the international season? Do you think your title is worthy of like other winner titles or do you think you're kind of like um beneath some winners because you come from Canada's drag race i'm just curious because i feel like some 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 people some fans most fans actually don't really take canada's drag race too seriously um i feel like canada's drag race first season came out really really important time and I think that um, people, the fans may have not paid too much attention to Canada's Drag Race. Oh. Oh. Uh, Oh. Honestly, when I, season one of Canada's Drag Race, thank you for your call first of all. Obsessed with you. Oh my god. Ooh. Sexy voice, too. Ooh, hello there. Hello there, Priyanka. It's me. I'm like, oh, wow. Um, I kind of think you have an interesting point. Um, first of all, all drag is great and all drag is incredible. Um, and But I do kind of understand what you're talking about in terms of, like, the country thing. Like, do you feel like you're beneath the U.S. winners? I mean, obviously, like, I don't think I am because I just work my life like I'm an icon every single day. But, you know, like, when I came back to give up my crown uh, for season two, like, the thought that went into that dress was, like, I want to show people that I am at a caliber of, like, a U.S. queen. Like, come back like an all-star because, like, you are an all-star. You're, like, in the Hall of Fame now. Um, So I think it's interesting. But also, like, when I did Canada's Drag Drag Race uh, season one, like, drag was so different back then. Like, I could not get away with any of those looks that I wore any anymore. But back then, it was kind of, like, what was happening. And I feel like during the pandemic and, like, UK's Drag Race and, like, you know, Gigi Good and... and um, Gottmik and and all these like incredible incredible queens kind of like reinstated all these wild fashion drag references back onto the runways of RuPaul's Drag Race and now I can see kind of like where that thought has come from but like I would love to compete against you know American and UK queens um, because I think that us Canadian queens are of that caliber um, and Canada's Drag Race is very 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 special and yeah, I think it's exciting. I think if we got the chance, we would take them down. But I don't know. I, I kind of see what you're saying, but that's also a very like um, 
interesting mentality because like U.S. Drag Race is on VH1. It has more, um, has broader strokes, whereas like Canada's and Holland's and Thailand's have like little small niche networks that they're on. Um, so maybe you're just not seeing the bigger picture or maybe some, maybe you are seeing the bigger picture, but your friends aren't. And if they're, if, if your friends are like that and they're saying Priyanka is an icon, then that's not a fucking friend. Am I right? Anyways, I'm just going to go die now. Just joking. Okay. Uh, next voicemail. Voicemail? Voicemail. Gloss on the button. Ain't sorry. It's pen. Hey, Priyanka. Um, I just hey. wanted to ask a question about Drag Kings. I've only ever okay. seen one Drag King show, and that was in Toronto, and it was an amazing, amazing uh, Drag King who did this, like, whole number with a whole new world, and uh, they were Aladdin, and they had a puppet for Jasmine. It was amazing. Um, if you were a Drag King, what would your name be? That's my question. <gasps> and also, why are we not giving more credit to Drag King? Because they're amazing and hilarious. Anyway, have a good one. Okay, love you so much, first of all. Thank you for calling. <laughs> um... Yeah, drag kings. So I found this out earlier, like when I was in my early days of um, performing. I'd book, you know, some drag kings to perform and stuff. And I'd like offer them a rate. And they're like, wait, we're getting paid for this? I'm like, well, drag queens get paid. Why don't drag kings get paid? And they're like, well, because like, same with like burlesque performers. Like we don't usually get paid a lot. And I'm like, what is, what? How does this make any sense? I'm like, this makes no sense at all. Like, any art form should be getting paid for. You shouldn't be doing it for free unless you're choosing to do, like, an open stage or something. But, like, bitch, please. Bitch, I'm busy. Please. You know what I'm saying? So, I think that they're not given more credit because I think drag kings right now are on more of, like, a niche kind of... Hello, like, Queen Priyanka. The- My name is Amanda. Amanda? God? Joseph played a voice by accident. There's some girl named Amanda. Amanda, I'll get to you in a second, okay? Bitch, wait. Um, but I, I, I think that, like, with a TV show or with more mainstream exposure, drag kings will finally be taken seriously. They just need their moment. Because drag queens have been, like, thriving for years because of RuPaul's Drag Race, right? So drag kings need their moment, and I'm sure it's coming. It better be coming. Okay, let's get to one last voicemail before the break. Hello, Queen Priyanka. My name is Amanda. I'm from Sarnia, Ontario. I was at your surprise Halloween show that you and Lennon performed at. It was my favorite part. At the end of the show, I noticed everyone was thanked except for Lennon. Honestly, I've been trying to let it go since October, but I need to know, was this an oversight? Was this on purpose? Me and my girlfriends have been so upset about this because you and Lemon are our favorite queens from all the Drag Race franchises. So, Priyanka, I really need the tea. Please call me now. Um, also, you probably think that you've already heard this voicemail, and you have, but I didn't leave my phone number, so I didn't know if I was supposed to do that or not. So, um, it's 519. What was the question? I, I guess that Lemon was not thanked during the Halloween show. <laughs> she, she's really holding a grudge against not lemon not being thanked i think she thinks that you have a grudge against lemon okay listen Can, hold that up hold that up hold this screen up joseph shepherd let's take a quick break and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna call this girl back because she is sp- spilling tea stirring the pot She's trying to start drama. I- I'm gonna call this. I'm gonna call her. I'm gonna call her. We'll be right back on Famous as Me. Famous, 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 famous. 
Welcome back to Famous This Week. So before the break, we listened to a very interesting voicemail. A girl named Amanda said that we didn't thank Lemon at the end of a show. And I'm going to call her and see what the hell she's talking about. She's from Sarnia. Sarnia. Okay, let's see. You having a burp? I heard if you burp a lot, it means you talk too much. <laughs> Hello. Hello, it's Priyanka. Hey, no way. What's up? Are you lying? No, I'm not lying. Are you lying? No, my friends are gonna die. Oh my god, wait, we you why I don't want your friends to die. <laughs> Oh my god! I didn't. We actually didn't think you'd call me back. I well, I had like, to call no. you back because you're stirring the tea. Wait, it's the tea. Yes. You're stirring the pot. Yeah, I was gonna call and give you trouble too because our show is canceled. That we bought tickets for, you, so we're all really sad. Oh yeah, that's an offline conversation as to why. But don't worry, I'll be back. Okay. Okay, listen, Linda, what <laughs> are you talking about in this voicemail? Well, we were at your. Um, well, it wasn't really your show. You guys surprised you and Lemon at this, um, Halloween show. Sorry, yeah. my heart is beating so fast. Um, and then at the end, Violet Chachi was thanking everyone, and we were third row, and we noticed that Lemon wasn't saying, and we thought it looked kind of on purpose, and we've been really mad about it since. So, I've been waiting to kind of hear, like, what's going on with that, because I follow you and Lemon a lot, and then I haven't heard anything, so now I'm like, I just had to know, and then I started listening to your podcast, and it said to call you and ask a question, and that's my question. Okay, so you think that there's beef between Violet Chachki and Lemon? Well, I noticed that they follow each other, so there's probably maybe not beef, but something definitely went down. I think, I thought that Violet did thank her. I know she thanked me. She definitely thanked you. She 100% didn't thank Lemon. And we were pretty sure we watched her Jose whisper into here, like, thank Lemon, thank Lemon. And she didn't say thanks to her. And then Lemon walked off the stage. So we left and we were like, that was very rude. (gasps) No one will come for you or Lemon ever. (gasps) We love you guys so much. Like, I was like, and I love everyone. I'm not the person that, like, causes me on the internet or anything. So I didn't write anything. But I was just, like, very rude, not happy about it. Respect the Canadian queen. I'm fucking dead. I will say that obviously the, I'm certain there's no drama because backstage they were like kikiing in the same dressing room and stuff. While I was like forcing kimchi to give me free makeup products. <laughs> <laughs> and then I honestly didn't even, that was such a blur to me that night, but it was so fun. Um, but I can confirm there's no beef. There's no story there. There's not even a lick of a story. She must have, like, wanted to get the show done and over with. Oh, Because also, when we had arrived, we had our sound check scheduled for six. And the, like, the trucks with, like, the video screens and shit hadn't even arrived yet. So it was, like, a very stressful night for everyone. So maybe that's kind of where the juju was coming from. She was kind of like, oh, God. I think it was also their second show or something, too, wasn't it? Anyways, long story short is there's no beef. Love Violet Chachki. And we all went out after and got drunk. Oh, okay. That's fine. That's I got more drunk than everyone else, of course. But anyways, it was fun. Ah. <laughs> oh, 
funny. But if something comes up, I, I will let you know. But you want to know some Violet Chachki tea? Yeah, I do. Of course. So she was like, I'm bringing trade to the bar. Like, I'm bringing trade to the bar. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, who's the trade? And she's like, you'll see him. I was like, okay, cool. So she shows up. She shows, like, she didn't come with him, but he just showed up because, like, they probably, like, DM on Instagram or something and whatever. But it was the guy who I wrote Bitch I'm Busy about. No way. It was shocking. But he's, like, a little bit of a star fucker, so it wasn't that shocking. But I was like, this is so funny that he was there. Because I turn around, and he's like, hey, Mark. And I'm like what are you doing here? He's like, oh, I'm here with Violet. I was like, oh, what? So anyway, so there's beef between me and Violet, not Le- Lemon and Violet. So you heard it here first. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm just joking. We're actually fine. But that's the tea. There's no tea. Thank you for stirring the drink. Thank you for not putting it on Reddit and just keep it to yourself until you talk directly to the source. Yeah, well... I had to ask. I'm sorry. We were just thinking about it since October, and we, like, honestly couldn't let it go. Wow. <laughs> I hope you come see me soon. Yeah, I can't wait to see you. I will fly wherever, and I need a meet and greet ticket. Yes, let's party. I have a show in Toronto on April 4th, so see you there. Do you? Yes, I do. Okay, I will look. I know you're going to Saskatoon soon. I am I this weekend. Oh, I thought it was work. I'm so happy I did. Yay. Well, you're amazing. Tell all your friends to say hi, okay? Okay, love you. Bye. Have love you. Time. Bye. She's like, she, that girl should like be on Desperate Hell Housewife. She just stirred up shit out of nothing. She's like, well, I saw him look at you. Then what? I'm like, who are you talking about? Anyways, okay. I love you. Thank you. I love Sarnia too. Sar- Sarnia is a good, a good place. Okay, let's listen to this next voicemail. Hey, Priyanka. It's me, Ben, the bassoon icon himself. So, big fan, love the podcast, love your season. I will always say that Canada's Drag Race Season 1 has the best cast ever. And Aww. I freshly turned 21 a few weeks ago. Woo! And I want to know, what is the etiquette for people going to drag shows, going to bars, going to gay bars? I want to go to these spaces but i want to make sure that i'm respectful to all the people working at these spaces because everyone puts in so much work and i don't want to be annoying and i want to naturally fit in or whatever so call me back i would love to chat with you and i would love to hear what you say thank you love you bye what was his what's his name ben yeah i think it's ben Ben. Ben. Yeah. Hello, this is Priyanka. Hi, Priyanka. What's up, birthday? I guess it's not your birthday anymore, but happy belated birthday. Thank you. I appreciate How's it going? I'm good. You caught me at a great time. Really? I'm what are you doing? Sitting... Scratching yourself? <laughs> um, I could be, but I'm also I'm watching a YouTube video about too hot to handle. <gasps> yeah. Have you watched Love Is Blind season two? I have not watched it, but I've seen clips, and I saw there's that guy Shake who was just like awful and stupid. Awful. Yeah, very like awful, very stupid, waste of everyone's time. Dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I just like why I don't know. Some people are so not self-aware, and that's why they're perfect for reality TV. 
I know, but as a viewer, it like grinds your gears. You're like, how are you even like this? How are people like this? Literally, literally that. Okay, so you called in and asked me etiquette for drag shows. Have you been to a drag show yet? I, my, my college does a drag show like every year. So I went to that like a few weeks ago and that was fantastic. But I haven't been to like a real bar or club yet. Okay, listen. It's quite simple. It's like all it is is being respectful of your performer. Performer. Yep. Giving them lots of tips because that's how they pay for their costumes and their wigs and their lifestyles. Yep, exactly. And also, just not don't get too sloppy. Like, just really like it's a show for you to take in. Don't jump on stage. Don't touch the performer. Just, like, have a good time. That's what it's all about. Honestly, it's simple. It's really simple. People forget, but, like... Yeah, like, that's kind of what I assumed it was going to be like, but I'm happy that you confirmed my beliefs about it. No, I'm here to confirm it because it is fucking true because there has been nights when I used to, like... Like, before the Drag Race days, we used to, like, people would, like, bring their tips on stage and, like, dance with the queen for, like, 20 seconds and get off the stage or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and it was always, like, a drunk mess trying to, like, pull off your wig or hop on your back or, like, make you carry them and stuff. It can get really messy. And I think what a lot of sometimes yeah. people forget is that, like, when they're watching a drag show, they're, like, watching a show. It doesn't mean that they're part of the show. Mm-hmm. So it's like unless prompted, then le- like then you can obviously go on stage. But like, just have fun. A drag queen is there for you to like escape and like forget about your problems and like live, live your greatest life. So just like go with that and, and have fun. Where 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 are you from? Um, I'm from DC, but I go to school in Miami. <gasps> so when Ooh. are you coming to either of them? When are you coming to Miami? That's my question. Oh, I'm coming to Miami soon. The U.S. visa is about to clear, hun, and I'll be touring the U.S. in no time. I. I have to come. No, you I have to come. I will. I will be screaming from the audience. I'll be like, Priyanka! Exactly. Priyanka, it's Ben. You remember? And then I'll feed you tequila shots, and then we'll get drunk and eat Taco Bell after. Yes, exactly that. Great. Well, I love you so much. Thank you for calling into Famous this week. Keep listening, okay? Thank you. I appreciate your call. I will keep listening. I'm excited to hear myself talking. Yay. <laughs> You're a podcast star Thank you, now. Priyanka. Bye. Oh, what a cutie. What a cutie. Okay, let's do one more voicemail before we wrap this thing up. Priyanka. Uh, oh my gosh. My name is Rye. I live in Chicago, Illinois. I'm a trans woman. I have been obviously a member of the LGBTQIA plus community for my entire life. I'm 26 years old, um, so I have all sorts of experience in dating, sex, love, romance, all of the above. But I would love some advice on how to sort of break out of like hookup culture. I feel mm. like this is something that is very relevant to everyone straight gay by you know whatever their sexuality is i feel like this is something that we as a people really have to 
sort of navigate a lot more than previous generations due to online dating and social media and all these other things. Um, and yeah, I would really just love to pick your brain about what your experience has been like dating and, you know, finding love and just like really like putting yourself out there in that way. I feel like I recently, you know, not only did I recently start transitioning, but I also, you know, had a pretty tough run with love and relationships in the past. And I've recently gotten to a good place mentally where I can put myself back out there. But I'm starting to feel a little beat down, worn down, torn down by just the culture of of the world that we live in. And Oh, you cut her off. I'm done. I was like, what? what? Like, okay, that was, I could listen to that person talk forever. I think she gave us a name. Someone give her a call. Um. Whoa. Whoa. I'll sing Country Queen to her. Hopefully she picks up. Hello. I'm your country. Queen. Hello? Shut up. <laughs> Shut Whoa. Up. Right now. Whoa. Oh my God. <laughs> How is my diva? Oh my God. I'm so much better now that you're calling me. How are you? I'm incredible. Your voicemail. Your vo- I was literally. The producer clicked play on your voicemail and I sat back in my chair and could like listen to your voice talk forever. I am obsessed with you. <laughs> the country accent did yeah. it for you? <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Okay, what's your name first of all? My name is Rye. Rye. Okay, cool. I love that name. Um, okay, so your question, other, you. other than being obsessed with my country career, um, your question for me was like, how do I break out of hookup culture. Yes. And I love that question because like, I feel like people don't talk enough about hookup culture because like, we're, it's sold, it's sold to us that like, we meet somebody, we fall in love, then we have a relationship, then we get married, then we have kids, bada boom, bada bing, that's easy. Like, no one really talks about like, as yeah. a trans person, as a gay person, as a, uh, a lesbian or, or whatever. Like, if you're a closeted individual, a lot of your hookups are like, undercover and I think it's hard like habits are hard to break and if the only way that you're used to like having sex or getting love or being reassured in the way that you like to be reassured is through a measly hookup then it's hard to like break that habit you know what I'm saying it's so hard and it is no one does talk about it and it is I feel like much harder I feel like it's hard for everyone in today's day and age but it's like especially hard for like queer people to to break out of that if that makes sense 100% because it's funny I remember going to therapy like back 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 in the day and um I I was like having all these trust issues with my ex-boyfriend and my therapist was like so like before him like what were you doing 
And I was like, you know, I was hooking up with this guy, hooking up with that guy, getting drunk, going to this guy's house, blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, oh, that's why you have trust issues because you're used to like one and done. So you're used to moving on so quickly to the next. So when someone wants to stick around, of course, they're not being loyal to you because they're going to go behind your back because like that's the culture you came from. So it gets interesting for us now mentally coming from hookup culture to then have to like try to like be a part of these relationships and then like feel like we're going to be like left behind because we're so used to hooking up with random ass people. But no, no, absolutely. I feel like I I have like a very similar story. I just cut you off. What were you gonna say? But what I will say is <laughs> is that like I think that a lot of us don't take the time to like hit pause and assess. A lot of us kind of like close our eyes, hunch our backs, and kind of get through life. But if you sit back, shoulders back. Princess Diaries, put a fucking book on your head and focus. Oh, yeah. You'll see, like, you'll understand what your goals are and what what you want for yourself. And if you could sit, sit back and look at yourself and be like, hey, like, I'm not down for hookups and, and I want to, like, like, you know, be in a long-term relationship, like, that's okay for that to be a goal because that will happen because you just have to find the right person that's going to do that with you. But as a queer person, if someone shows a little bit of interest and all that they want to do is hook up with us, then we're like, okay, we'll just take it just in case there's nobody else. But we have to stand our ground and know that we're worth it. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying to you is that I know that you'd want a long-term relationship, but am I right to say that like, when someone gives you an attention and only wants a hookup, you kind of fall for it or no? I do. I have a hard time sticking to my boundaries in that way of like, you know, I set these boundaries and like, I've even told like gentlemen, it's not like I have a hard time like hunting down a man if I want one, you know, but like I do like have a hard time like sitting those bounds, like sticking to my boundaries and being like, you know, I want more than like, physical intimacy like I want like emotional intimacy I want to like be able to like fucking go on like cute dates and like do fun things other than you just like showing up at my door in 15 minutes ready to like pound one out yeah yeah (laughs) I do have a hard time sticking to that I think it is kind of like what you were saying of like you know being afraid to be alone or like you know having trust issues because like I've been in this cycle for so long and I think when I started like hormones and like my physical transition, I think that really like resurfaced a lot of that, that Mm -hmm. I thought like, Oh, maybe I've like, you know, grown out of this or I've like moved past it. But like getting back into like therapy as well as just like, you know, showed me that like, there are some things that like maybe I haven't worked through and yeah, I do have a hard time for whatever reason, like sticking to it when it comes to like, hookups and being like you know like trying to like stay off the apps like i don't know why it's so hard for me to like delete fucking grinder off my phone but like i'll delete it and then uh, can i cuss i don't know if i'm oh like yeah hello part, but i just did <laughs> um but i will delete it and then i'll be back like in you know like a week or so because i'm like afraid i'm missing something or like you know just like you know, it does feel good kind of getting validated in that way sometimes, but like, ideally I want more than that. And I think it's, it's, it's true what you said. Like, I just need to be able to like sit back, Princess Diaries mode, great fucking film, and 
just like wait for for whatever the universe sends my way to like show up in 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 the time that it is meant to show up for me 100 percent, yeah and i think that like also just like know that you're worth it i think a lot of this like going to grinder and looking for reassurance comes from a place like a deep rooted kind of place of you feeling like you're not worthy of love but you have to know that like you definitely are worthy of it and like if you want you know the fucking house with the two kids and the fucking dog like you can have it you just have to like make your intentions correct and like and honestly like go for it you know like I think that I think like that's the best way to describe it. Also, like dating in the city. I don't know, like if you date in the city, like dating in the city is hard because there's a lot of fuckboys. But yeah, you have. There has to be fuckboys. They make the, they make the great pop songs. Yeah, lots of fuckboys. Pardon? <laughs> <laughs> I said I'm in the heart of the city of Chicago, so yeah, there are a lot of fuckboys. Yeah. <laughs> Hundred percent. Lots of fuckery going on in Chicago. I love it there though. Um, but anyways, I hope that helps. Know your worth. You're fucking amazing, and you're such a warm, gentle, kind spirit. So don't let anyone take advantage of that, or else I'll come to Chicago. I'll come through, and I'll fuck them up. Okay. Yes, I will let them know. Thank you for calling <laughs> me, Priyanka. I literally have been been sitting here today, just like waiting for the universe to like send me a sign that like everything's gonna be okay. And like I know that sounds so cliche and silly but like this conversation just like turned my whole day around and like has warmed my spirit so much <laughs> well hey i'm here for you as long as you there for me okay absolutely <laughs> i'm always here for you bitch okay i love you so much i'll see you very soon <laughs> i love you have a great rest of your day thanks for calling me bye. i love you too bye a trans icon among us. Okay, everybody, that was an incredible way to wrap up Famous this week. My name is Priyanka. What's my name? Priyanka. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast, Famous This Week, wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to leave the pod a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. To keep up with things I talk about on the pod, go follow at Forever Dog Team and at Mom Podcast on Instagram. And while you're at it, give me a follow, too, if you haven't already, at the Queen Priyanka everywhere. I will see y'all next week. Oh, no, you'll hear me next week with more updates. I'll be just about to go on my tour when you hear from me again. I'm so excited. Back to rehearsals I go. Love ya. Bye. Forever. To listen to Famous This Week ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Famous This Week is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by me, Priyanka. Produced by Joseph Shepard. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Big Dipper, Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Celio, and Alex Ramsey.